0: Yes, I remember discussion between me and my producers and we, we were like, okay, the movie will be long. We will need, uh, to have additional music. And, uh, and I was obsessed by the idea not, not, uh, use that because I think when you make, when you make a, a genre movie, you have to be very personal. There is so many movies like this, you know? So I was sure about. Doing something much more, you know, homemade, and yes, when we find that idea, and you say, Okay, it, the boy it will create the music, yes.
1: Hello. And welcome back to The Director's Cut, brought to you by the Directors Guild of America. In this episode, a woman is suspected of a murder in which her blind son is the sole witness in director Justine Triez’ crime drama, Anatomy of a Fall, which was screened as part of the DGA's global cinema series. The film tells the story of Sandra, her husband Samuel, and their son, Daniel, who live a secluded life in the French Alps. When Samuel is found dead, Sandra becomes the main suspect and Daniel the main witness, beginning an unsettling psychological examination of their conflicted relationship. In addition to Anatomy of a Fall, Trias' other directorial credits include the feature films Two Ships, Age of Panic, Victoria, and Sybil. Following the Global Cinema Series screening of the film at the DGA Theatre in New York, Trieste spoke with director Nicole Cassell about filming Anatomy of a Fall. Listen on for their spoiler-filled
2: conversation. Hi, everyone. Wow, congratulations. It's an exquisite film. Thank you. I have so many questions, but we will definitely open it up to the audience and... Um, Thank you for joining us here in New York at the DGA. Um, I'm... I just saw it for the first time live also, so I'm just really in that moment of... Oh, yes, you yeah.
0: discovered tonight. Okay. I just left okay. the seat, so my,
2: my palms are sweating. We need some time after, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> too much, too much uh, words, too much... <laughs> I felt so tense the whole time. The more time went on, I was more and more afraid something else bad would happen. <laughs> um I'm curious there's uh, how to kind of work in but well, where to begin <laughs> um how you chose when to end the story okay. um, <clears throat> i think it's i was obsessed by the end uh
0: because uh, i was sure about the the happiness the, the the happy verdict you know uh, ha- fake happy end in a way because <laughs> everything is uh, is complicated after the, the verdict so I was sure about um, uh, yes add some uh, scene after uh, and show as Sandra is um, he's afraid to go back in her home She d- she doesn't want to go home because she's I think she's, uh, she's afraid about the, about her son, the way he's, he can, he'd save us in a way, but he, he, he could judge her in, at home, you know, after. So I think, yes, the restaurant is a place where she can, Put everything down and say, "Okay, maybe it's not so easy now <laughs> to live after that." And uh, yes, the 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 last thing is to just um, just touch each other to say, "Okay, I'm your mother. You are my, you're my mother. I'm your." Son, sorry. <laughs> and after, yes, she's she's alone in the bed, and maybe the the dog. The dog is very really important in the movie. He's the ghost of Samuel. Is a is the eyes of Daniel. So maybe the dog is uh, just uh, the, uh, a nice thing for the future. I don't know. <laughs> he's
2: uh, the yes, a little uh, light in that end. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very. It is a very gentle moment yeah. at the end. Um, Can you just quickly tell us how on earth you got the performance of the dog, of Odine? (laughs) Uh,
0: Yes. Uh, We were obsessed with Arthur uh, Harid, my co-writer. We were obsessed by the dog in the movie. It's it's a real character for me. It's not just It's not an accessoire, you know. And we were very, very conscious about that and we... Um, you know, when we, when you are in the writing process, sometimes you like so much to write some scenes and sometimes you, some scenes are not so easy to write. And I think many scenes took sense with that dog. Mm. You know, when, when uh, the policeman came and find the body in the snow, I think we saw that scene so many times, you know, in a movie, in movies, in series. And Mm. so we had the idea to look at look it in the uh, point of view, with the point of view of the dog. And so it was a new, new way of, of looking at it. Okay.
2: And, um, yes, he has a special presence in the movie. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but can you tell us literally how you made him sick? Was that? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. It was a technically, okay, sorry. Really, As a sorry. director. Yeah. Go micro.
0: We worked a lot before the set, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he's, trainer his trainer was uh, fantastic and she 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 worked a lot wow. a lot wow. uh, for the scene when he vomit when he vomits yes yeah. it's it was three months uh, of training all wow. thing and he was like this Oh my god! the main thing very complicated is to because the boy is yelling and in the same time so it was complicated yeah <laughs> you know to say okay don't move and in the same time the the, the boy is uh, crying and yelling so Yes, but it's many, many uh, uh, special effects okay. on this the scene. You know, this fake vomit with a uh, with, uh, tuyo. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hose. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. Hose so, for the dog. everything is, many things yeah. is fake. The, the okay. dog is real. <laughs>
2: right. And the, yeah. yeah. And can you talk about, as a writer, director, um, did, it, did the film change very much in the film, in the making of it process or because it's so meticulous, um, it feels like it, I'm curious how much it changed from the writing to the production. Uh, I think there is uh, less words. <laughs>
0: it's, ça se voit pas. It, is, it doesn't show, <laughs> but there's been... But it was much more uh, bavard. Hmm. Talkative. Uh, so, yes, uh, you know, it's my, it's, I, I did four movies and for this one, I I was obsessed. I, I worked a lot before on writing and uh, I, I did a storyboard. I made a storyboard, but yeah. I realized so deeply that everything is on set and you have to 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 catch uh, up the, the, the life, life. So I was so conscious about that. So I think with the boy, with, with Daniel, I, I said, okay, sometimes we have to do up everything and to find a new, you know, a new hair in the, in the, in the onset. So yes, I think the, the very different thing that I did on that movie, it was to always uh, um, record everything. Not uh, doing not doing any rehearsal not uh, so I forced my technical team to to shoot directly even if the light is not good Mm -hmm. because uh, I I was looking for accident you know happy accident accident of course (laughs) but all the time I was obsessed by that because I think the 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 script is not a book, and I think the script was very yes, uh, I don't know how to say
2: um, too well crafted.
0: Yeah, so we have to find something, uh, you know, uh,
2: very na perfection quoi. Yeah, imperfection. Yeah, sorry. Even in the courtroom, you didn't rehearse the courtroom scenes. Uh, the courtroom is, was special because we have to, we had to make some, um,
0: sorry, I switched in French just for that. Uh, je pense que pour, pour le, pour le tribunal, ce qui était très particulier, c'est qu'on était obligé tout le temps de, 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 vraiment savoir où on allait mettre la caméra. Donc, on faisait vraiment des placements, mais c'était pas vraiment des répétitions, c'était vraiment des, des de savoir où les gens allaient se placer. Hein.
2: Uh, we did have sort of more technical runs in the courtroom because we needed to know where the cameras would go. So it was less uh, about a re- it was less a, a, a rehearsal for the acting than a run through for the camera movements. Okay. Um, can you talk about finding the actor that played the boy? Because he's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it was very long. I
0: think eight months, maybe. Um, I started as I was I, we were looking for a visually impaired child or blind child and we met so many many child and we didn't children sorry and we didn't um, find him so after after we start in March we in September we open to everybody and uh, yes we find Milo and he was so so different I think he was a uh, He has no cell phone in real life. He's really, uh, he's like a little, like a nerd, you know, Mm. and, (laughs) and I like so much the way he was, uh, uh, he, he's so alive. He's the opposite, I think, in (laughs) in the life that, uh, he's in the movie, but yes, uh, it was amazing. He didn't know playing piano before the shooting, you know, and he, he started to, to learn, and he did
2: that. It was it was crazy. Awesome. I think he, he's really special. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And speaking of piano, I loved how you used his plane as score yeah. and to show passage of time from the very rusty yeah. performance and exactly. year later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and, and that you chose um, until the last piece, no score really, other than his piano um was that always how you planned or did you find that in the edit yes
0: i remember a discussion between me and my producers and we we were like okay the movie will be long <laughs> maybe we 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 will need uh to have additional music and uh, and i was obsessed by that i did not not uh use that because i think when you make when you make a, a genre movie you have to be very personal there is so many movies like this you know so i was sure about doing something much more i don't know if it's a good word but much more homemade you know homemade and not uh yes not copy some others so yes when we find that the
2: idea and you say okay it the boy it will create the music yes mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> and two films that one I felt very oh kind of the ghost of watching this was The Shining. Yeah. Um and I don't know if that was conscious or unconscious as you worked on it. I think in a way it was conscious. Uh but a friend of mine
0: told me after it's very funny because in The Shining, of course the um Jack Nicholson wants to kill the the uh, her, his wife, and here it's uh, she's supposed to kill the <laughs> her husband, so it's the opposite. But no, I think uh, the the main thing was,
2: um, of course, the isolated place, uh, that's very similar and the boy. Yeah. What? And the boy, just the the and role the boy. of the boy. Yes, happens.
0: and and Danielle, Danny, yes, of course, yes. and the mountain, and the yes. Uh, yes, the most similar thing is, uh, you know, the the cliche of the idea that when you write a book, you need to be uh, very alone, <laughs> very without anything yes. to 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 pour rien pour rien yeah. ne te dérange rien ne te disperse so nothing
2: to disperse or distract mm-hmm. you.
0: And I think we will we, we it's it's kind of joke because it we we were in the writing process during the lockdown period you know the the pandemic time so everybody wanted to 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 move uh in the countryside you know and uh and so yes to make a movie like this where uh the devil is in the in the in a beautiful place like this was of course it's it's very similar with uh with shining of course
2: (laughs) and and just as we spoke the the last piece of music it's been haunting me of what what does it recall for me and it's um don't look now i think uh, the nicholas rogue film um which scene sorry the, the very last piece of music Oh Over. yes. Yeah. Oh I don't know. But the again oh, the subject. It's so kind matter. to
0: say to me because it's I love so much that movie. Yeah, I saw um, it, okay. I don't know fifty times, yes.
2: Oh, I find the film yeah. I feel it's my a favorite lot of movie. Don't look, don't look I I I love so much that movie. It's we, a masterpiece. We share that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's not um, original yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. It's I, I'm just saying I'm I'm falling yeah. more in love with you now. But the the, <laughs> the
0: music in the that in yeah. that movie is amazing. Yeah. I don't remember who. Did it, yeah. but he's, he's really famous, I think. He's a really, really famous person, I think.
2: Someone will tell us shortly, I'm sure. I, I, I'm not <laughs> sure, but I think it's like a very, very famous yeah. composer, yeah. Oh. Okay. And, um, last thing I'll ask before I open it up is, um, the exquisite moment when the boy is in the car with the father yeah. and the father's and the boy's voice becomes the father's wording. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: was that planned in the writing phase, or did you discover that?
0: Yeah, I have to confess you something. It was little bit different at the beginning. It was uh, we we wanted to additional the two voices, you know, the son and the father in the same time. But when we shooted it. There is a lot of noise with the car and uh, I think after we tried just with the voice of the kid and we, we found it was better mm. to, to remove uh, all of uh, human things of the father. I think it was much more interesting and uh, for the spectator much more interesting to say, okay, uh, does it exist or not? Is, is that scene exi, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Est-ce que ça existait ou pas, cette scène? Est-ce que ça a vraiment existé? Et le fait de ne pas entendre la voix du père, je pense que ça, ça penche plus, du coup, ça est plus penché vers l'idée que l'enfant ait vraiment inventé cette, euh, To entertain the
2: ambiguity of whether or not the, the scene actually occurred, um, having only the child's voice sort of leans a slightly more towards the possibility that the kid would have invented it. It is, except the exact he was saying it so verbatim to the performance of the yes, father yes so, um it was amazing questions anyone did you always know it would end at at this point um and end with ambiguity do you do you think she's
0: she she killed him or not for me it's, it's it is uh, it is <laughs> so yeah i'm not sure but uh okay i, I was op- sure when i w- when we, we, we started the writing process, that the end will be, uh, we stay with doubt. We stay with doubt. We will stay with doubt, okay? So yes, it was my, my goal. <laughs> like in many cases in life, in real life, you know, there is many cases we, we don't know and we have to, to do with that with, this, that, with this doubt.
2: Any other questions? So I'll repeat just for so everyone can hear. Asking about the visual language being very composed and controlled, and then breaking that to be more handheld and searching camera. Yes, I think uh, we were. I was obsessed before shooting
0: by the idea to mix two kind of of um, way of of shooting, you know, uh, and two kind of movement. Yes, so very precise things, very. Uh, yes uh, how do you say sorry uh, sharp Mm -hmm. sharp way of and and some very different like uh, like accidents, like if the camera was uh, not so so um, uh, yes yes controlled yes and I think the director that I liked the most mixed both both kind of you know? Yes. And Richard Fleischer, I think about, I thought about Richard Fleischer do it, uh, did, did it, uh, sorry, um, did that a lot of time in uh, Boston Stranglers, uh, for for example, you know, two kind of doing things, very precise and sometimes very like, like it was a documentary, you know, yeah. and sometimes very, <laughs> and uh, I don't like it when it's too, when it's always uh spectacularly or virtuous, you know, it's like uh, demonstrative, uh, things like, okay, I'm a master. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> so I like when it's, um, much more, uh, yes, uh, double, du- double, I don't know if it's, <laughs>
2: And just to add to that, do you do um, on set in general? Do you do many takes or not many takes? Yes, too many. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actors sometimes uh, like me f- for that, and
0: sometimes they, they, I'm I'm a devil for that <laughs> because I like so much to, you know, I like when everybody, uh, like when people for- forget everything. When b- the brain is not connected, the several, so several things is not connected to, to the, the shooting, because uh, yes, sometimes people are always okay asking for okay, what is my character, what I'm, and I think sometimes it's not going with uh, brain things, you know. Sometimes it's asked to be, and uh, yes, uh, um, every day it's not always. Uh, uh, fairy tale. <laughs> so we have to 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 find the la grace the magical moment mm. i don't know so yes i i I do a um, lot of t-
2: of takes right. any other here, please The question is did the boy change his mind after the scene with Marge the Minder? Yeah, how did you think about that?
0: Yes, I think it's very important. That moment is very important. You, you, it's very interesting, the question. I think because, um, Marge is, uh, yes, she, she she's saying, okay, you have to decide. You have to make a decision when you don't know anything, when you are totally lost. You can be lost all your life and say, okay, I'm in, uh, in two minds and I can't decide. So I think she liberates him in a way. And yes, she, she, she gave us a key because after that, of course, we are, we can suppose that, uh, he invent, he will invent the, 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 the thing with the father. Maybe it's true. He was, he was depressing and, uh, depressed, depressing. Depressed. Uh, and maybe he was not in a good shape, but we don't, we are not sure about all the, the, the things. So I think he decides. To, to that that uh, possibility and to save her mother. It's yes, I think that, yes, and that scene is really um, there for that to say. Okay.
2: Right. Anyone else?
0: I think the rhythm is different. You know, it's it's quite boring uh, trial. You know, it's not so fast, and so I think it's different the way we, uh, the rhythm of that. And, uh, but in a way it could be like this, of course. Yes.
2: The content, which is Is the content realistic. Yes. Sometimes we exaggerate
0: it's a fiction. So sometimes we, we exaggerate something and uh, we, yes. Uh, the, the, the prosecutor, the avocat penalist, you say that? I ah, yes, sorry. Uh, yes. But uh, I had somebody, uh, Vincent Courcelle Labrousse, a lawyer, a penalist, a, a friend of mine, who helped us a lot to write this. So yes,
2: we worked for that. Yes, I also loved the production design and the co- the, the color palette and was controlled throughout. But especially, I noticed it in the trial sequence where, and when the boy came, and the walls were green, but then there were these punctuations of red. Yes, yeah, the word is, was an obsession, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh,
0: I saw a lot of time opening night from Casavetes and, uh, and yes, don't look, don't look, uh, now. And there's three movies and Boston Stranglers, many films from seventies. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yes, we were obsessed by, um, the texture of the film, uh, and we tried to, I, I make too much takes, so my producer said, "Ah, it's too it's too expensive to to do it in in film." But yes, we we try to to find a,
2: a special texture here. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, what did you film on? What technically? It? What camera were you using? Ah, uh, I think it was uh,
0: so. You have a uh, uh, red. Red? Sure. <laughs> Okay. okay. Okay, it was a red. No, because <laughs> sorry.
2: Uh, Speaking of red.
0: No, no, it's not red, I know. they sûr, sure it's l'autre, it's pas la la k la, la... J'ai un doute. Okay, sorry. I have, I have <laughs> because it was a, it was many discussion about the lens. Okay, okay, red. It's a red. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> See nothing's
2: everything's <laughs> subject. no, no because, because it
0: was a big discussion and I was sorry, I have uh, a blackout.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, we have five minutes, so a couple more. Yes, what? Here. What? Sorry. Ah, yes,
0: it's a okay. Say she she goes wrong. No, no, she hits an Alexa. Yes, oh. it's an Alexa. It's not <laughs> the one. Ah, I was like, okay, I'm I'm totally uh, fucked up. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> everything. No, 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 no. It's an Alexa. It's not the wet because the word is a uh, much more great for the skin. Yeah. The skin is better alexa is good for the contrast and because we shoot it we shoot it in the mountain yeah. my dop said to me okay you have to uh, valorize the contrast thing you know to be very quick fast to to do the thing so mm. we yes well, sorry it's great. very technical
2: uh things yeah. uh okay great. but alexa great <laughs> yes please the use of close-ups were they discovered in the edit or um, planned out just how much to isolate from people's reactions.
0: Yes, I was obsessed by, um, to uh, mix some very large shots and, and very close, close up and, uh, and with the zoom. The zoom was, uh, really, uh, <laughs> um, a big desire before. And, uh, yes, you know, when you, sh- you are shooting in a courtroom it's you are very limited sometimes in a way, you know, and, uh, in many, many movies, you are something very symmetry, symmetrical. Mm-hmm. And we were, um, we wanted to do the opposite to find a way to be much more, uh, alive and to find a way to not just be in front of people and uh, like this and but, but to mix uh, people to have many point of views to, to switch between the point of view of uh sandra of the kids of the jury and to um, yes to move to find the movement in that so yes uh, and I like very much the contrast, yes, uh, between uh, d- very, very different
2: different um, uh, optic lenses. Okay, I think the last question, in the back, please. What direction did you give the boy in the courtroom? Did you steer him to believe he was making it up, or that it was fact?
0: Um. I think I, I wanted that he was, uh, uh, really adult, you know. It's for me, he, he changed at that moment in the movie. He changed. He grew up like at that moment. He changed a lot. And so I was, I was asking for him to, to, to be very calm, very precise, very adult. And, uh, yes, but. I remember that we did a lot of takes. It was, I think, the most difficult day that we have to shoot. It was very long, very difficult. um, Because, uh, yes, it's so... It's the only moment in the movie when really he opened everything. And he... Yes, so... Never, I would never, excuse-moi, je n'ai jamais dit qu'il fallait qu'il dise la vérité, je ne manque pas, j'ai toujours dit qu'il fallait vraiment qu'il soit du côté plutôt de, de la création d'un récit, vraiment, à ce moment-là. C'est ce que je lui ai dit, moi. Mais maintenant, de le, de le faire le plus intelligemment possible, le moins euh, faké, quoi.
2: No, I, I did tell him to be on the side of narrative creation more than truth, um, that he had to be um, uh, sort of putting pieces of a narrative together as intelligently as he could.
0: And you know that the courtroom is a place for fiction. Everybody creates fiction. <laughs> the lawyers, first of all. And I think his 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 moment. At that moment, he 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 creates his fiction. You know, and uh, he has to be to to do it well. But it's a fiction, I think. And uh, I don't know. You you believe him at that moment? Mm-hmm.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> And you said it was very hard on that day. Yeah. Um, Was it hard because you weren't getting what you wanted? Or was there a moment when you knew, like, this was the take that would be in the film? It was so, so long. That day was very difficult, you know? You know, uh, I...
0: When you you are in that kind of shooting, you have uh, many people who are looking at you and at him. So it was difficult. And the same way many people were, um, I don't know, it was complicated that day. I think I was, uh, it was maybe the first time in the shooting when I was lost a little sometimes. Mm -hmm. Because it was a child, I have to protect him, to be very careful with him, to take care of him. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I have to... Yes, to have a good thing. So the good material. So yes, I didn't remember exactly, but I remember that I was not happy a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so we did it and we did it and we have lunch at the middle and we get back to the same. So it was a little stressful at the end. Mm-hmm. I think we choose the last one, the last takes, mm-hmm. maybe around the f- 31, 32. I didn't remember, but I remember that. The kid was a little, the skin was a little like you, transpiration, I do you say. Is yeah, it transpiration? transpiration? And really a little wet. He was different. He didn't do the, the child thing. He was really different. He was really, uh, he was not bad in a bad mood, but he was, uh, uh, I think he didn't play at all at the end. Mm. He was really in the situation, you know. Really sincere, really, and I think we can can feel it. He's different, uh, instead of the, the the rest of the movie, you know. Compare. Sorry, not instead. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Amazing. I think I have to wrap it up. Um, okay. thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so you. much. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to another DGA Q and A. The Director's Cut is available wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share, subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear your feedback, and you can help fellow film buffs find the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by the Directors Guild of America.